welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Stephen Nussbaum, and as always, my good friend, South Dan Chum, the one, the only, bearded legend, looking beautiful in his pyjamas this morning, <laughs> Mr. Paul Levy. Thank you very much indeed, and welcome back to episode number 60, episode number 60 oh, no. of the Orient Outlook podcast. I can't believe we've done so many. Another <laughs> cracking week for, for us as Orient fans, um, loads to get through this week, um, despite not much going on for the bulk of the week, but... What did happen happened in bulk. So, without further ado, we'll crack on yep. uh, with with uh, with the proceedings, um, as well as Twitter and our Instagram accounts, which uh, we've probably bored you to death in the last fifty nine episodes <laughs> of. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, which is quite new. Um, that's quite new. So, just go onto Facebook, uh, type in Orient Outlook Podcast in three separate words. You should find us there. Um, like our page and you should be able to set yourself notifications we are looking to post a lot more in there there are quite a lot of forum groups yeah. and chat groups on Facebook so to centralise it all we are going to post um, all videos I took some videos yesterday um, yeah it's all going to go in there so Orient Outlook Podcast on Facebook cool so a few updates from the Supporters Club this Friday 12th of Feb there is the Supporters Club Beer Festival uh, doors open at 5 free entry Owls featured are from the Signature Brewery in Leighton, as well as all of the usual lagers and spirits. There'll be refreshments available. Should be a good night. Get yourself down there and drink some mighty fine beer. Absolutely. And on the 1st of March, which is a Tuesday night, we've got a nice short trip up to Carlisle. <laughs> um, the coach is going to leave the supporters club at 10.30 in the morning. Um, so that's a 7.45 kickoff. Fare is £33 for adults, 30 for concessions. And again, there's a £3 surcharge to non-members. You can make bookings in the Supporters Club at home games. Um, or you can ring the travel line, which is 07722 135970. Beautifully said. Thank you, mate. So moving on to the week that was. So like Paul said, not that much has happened, but a lot's happened. That in, makes in a short yeah. space of time. Yeah. So Monday, 1st of February... So transfer deadline day, another manic Monday with lots of movement down at Brisbane Road. So firstly, the first signing of the transfer deadline day, as we exclusively revealed yeah. on Saturday before, we signed 32-year-old defender Nicky Hunt from an undisclosed fee from Mansfield. He has signed on for the rest of the season with an option of a further year. Good signing, that. Very Experienced. Um, knows his, knows what, what's needed. Has the nous to guide. Yep. Um, you know the younger members of the team um, not quite sure why we're paying a fee for a 32 year old player who's signed for 6 months I think yeah. he probably has signed for 18 but there's probably some sort of clause where if it doesn't work out he can either play. one can terminate yeah, the contract but it would be strange to be paying a fee for a 32 year old yeah. defender in our league only on a 6 month contract yeah, good but point. I'm pleased with that. Very pleased with that. Good point. For me, decent signing. And the fact that Nolan has played with him as a teammate yeah. shows me that Nolan knows him well and knows what kind of play he's getting. He knows what kind of character he's getting in the dressing room. Yeah. Um, so there won't be any surprises there. So good yeah. signing. A couple of tweets came in as well on that um, that we've picked out. At Dirk Turk said, better than Clahessy, which is not saying much. Strange business to pay a fee though for someone his age and position. Well, yeah, like you said. That goes what I thought, yeah. At David TH64301889 <coughs> said, Clahessy is shocking defensively. It's a good move. Although Clahessy right midfield could work as he has a decent cross on him. Yeah, absolutely. Good point. Andy, at, who's at Orient Meat Pie, said, It's good business. Baldry is not vocal or a leader. Hunt is a captain and a leader. Not a great risk. Good, good point. point. Yeah. 
Very, Very good point. point. And at and Ramsden, it's a great signing in Nicky Hunt. Brings experience to a much needed back line. With Brisley too, it's a welcome addition. So thanks for those tweets. As we say constantly on this podcast, to get a mention or you know to get a retweet, have to mention it on Outlook podcast. We just don't take random tweets. Those are all tweets that came into our Twitter account. Absolutely. Cole Kakawa is recalled from his loan spell by QPR following the injury he picked up in training. So we wish him all the very best and thanks for your contribution yep. uh, when you did play for us. Absolutely. And thirdly, at hashtag CJM, so the Callum Harada Martin has his loan extended from Holt until the end of the season. So Callum himself tweeted, happy to have extended my loan with Leighton Orient. Fans have been great. Looking forward <laughs> to helping the team get promoted. Hashtag LOFC. Hashtag CJM. You love it, don't you? I do you love, you love the hashtag. We're still on Monday night. We're still on Monday transfer deadline day. And at 8.30, the club announced that Jerome Binham-Williams has signed on loan from Crystal Palace until the end of the season. He's a left-back, but can also play centre-back. Uh, and he spent the early part of the season on loan at Burton Albion. Seems to be very highly rated. Yeah. And he seems to be an absolute unit. <laughs> he does, and he's very young. And he done very well, but he was in the yeah. first team up until November. Um, so when he stopped, so three defenders in a week for Nolan. So obviously picking up on what he thought was the weakness, and what obviously most fans felt were the weakness. So we are very happy with the defenders. We're very happy with Callum Harado Martin extending his loan stay, but we are also delighted with the fact that we have managed to keep the one player who I definitely thought was going to leave us in January, but he's still here. So. Bit of a celebration at Iron Outlook podcast hours is at 11 o'clock, just after 11, it gets announced that Jay Simpson is staying. Woohoo! Amazing. <laughs> so cheesy, <laughs> but I do like it. You've got to do it. So but Best news, really. It, you, you know, everyone was, was of the opinion that, well, will he go? Will he yeah. stay? Probably going to go. Yeah. You know, he's, he's catching a lot. You know, all these... All these Twitter accounts with like thirty followers saying yeah. so and so put in a bid for him, and it just it just got a bit stupid as 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 you'd normally expect. But you know, great great news that he stayed. Absolutely, great so news. a great transfer window I would say for for us. You know, for me, you've also got to give Bichetti some credit as well. You know, he's backed Kevin Nolan heavily. He's given him a fee for Nicky Hunt. And some chairman would have said, "What a thirty-two-year-old, one of your ex-teammates, job on." So he's done very well there. Um, so yeah give him his dues he's done very well there um, and obviously he's paying Jay Simpson a, a hell of a good wage for League 2 yeah. level and, and he you know, probably wouldn't get that in League 1 oh, certainly wouldn't get that in League most League 1 clubs and probably absolutely. some championship clubs as well so that probably absolutely so, so well done to Pichetti for managing to keep hold of his staff striker and to bring in reinforcements as well as backing Kevin Nolan who himself has got to be on a pretty penny to be in League 2 I would say so fair play Mr Pichetti yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what, from, from a late and Orient, and probably mostly two sides, we're never really active on transfer yeah. deadline day, but for, for me on Monday, it's quite an exciting one, and obviously it's important that we've bolstered areas that we desperately needed to bolster. Yeah. Um, and also, obviously, as we say, kept our leading marksmen. So, as a January transfer roundup, we've managed to bring in six players uh, during the month. Yeah. Um, permanent signings were Nicky Hunt, Nigel Atangana and Armin Nandwale. All good signings, all very happy with that. And on loan, we brought in Sean Brisley, Jerome Benham-Williams and Callum Harado-Martin. So six very good players there who you're probably thinking will be first first team sooner rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. Already. And just something to come back to, Nolan said when he took over, he wanted two players for every position. I believe he's got that now. Yeah, I think you know, has, In goal, yeah. you've got Chizak uh, and Granger. And you've also got Woods on loan. Ross County, so maybe he's got a future with the O's when he comes back. No, he's out of contract in the summer. Oh, okay. 
So there goes that theory. Left back, you know, you've got Billy now you've Williams got, and Shaw. Absolutely. Centre backs, you've got Brisley, Baudry, Essam, Dunn. So, you know, yeah. right back, you've got Clehessy, Hunt. Yeah. Midfield, left, Harada Martin can play there, as well as McEnough, as well yeah. as Semedo. And Cox when he comes back. Yeah, right wing, you've got Turgot, Harada Martin, Pritch, if he has to play there. Central midfield, you've got loads of options now. Nolan Payne, uh, Moore, Pritch, James. James. And up front, you've got what? Simpson, Palmer, now Delay, Cashcat. So, good squad now. Good yeah, squad. The squad, really the squad good. is taking care of itself. What we've been lacking. Absolutely. What we've been lacking is strength in depth. We've had a small squad, and Hendon was quite vocal about the fact that he's got a small squad. Yep. Um, Atangana as well, central midfielder, we didn't even course, mention. Yeah. So, very, very happy with yeah, that. Yeah, very. So, moving on, Tuesday, 2nd of February. <coughs> I thought this was a bit of a strange one. So, the club issued a statement from Francesco Bichetti in regards to the January transfer window. Just a very short statement that read, we've been pleased with our January transfer dealings and we have backed Kevin with his plans for the first team squad. We're delighted to be keeping Jay at the club and he's a player we are looking to build the team around. With the squad now at Kevin's disposal, we firmly believe we can push on and achieve our aspirations of promotion. So I thought that was a bit of a strange one. You know, Not Why? many clubs will put out a statement regarding their transfer business at the end of January. And for me, I just thought that was heaping more pressure on a very inexperienced manager that really didn't need to be issued. The other flip side to that is as well is that Come the end of the season, if we don't reach our targets and aspirations, Bichette is like, well, hold on, guys, I've yeah. hands up, you know, I, I've done my bit by supporting you. Absolutely, the rest of it is that it kind of yeah. it prevents fan backlash on him. So should he have done it earlier? Maybe supported Hendon with with bigger, better signings. Yeah. You know, would we be in the position yeah. we're in now? Who, who knows? But you know, we are where we're on. It's yeah. great news. Absolutely. So we play a final third development league game at home to Southend, and we field a very, very strong side actually. Hunt was in there, Dunn was in there, Brisley, Nolan, Turgot, Moore, Nandule and Pritch, all in that squad. Um, great to see, obviously, some of these players getting some much-needed game time, getting Matt Sharpness back in. Yep. Um, and we won that game quite convincingly, actually. We won it 4-1. Scott Cashgett, Sandro Semedo, Sam Ling uh, and an own goal uh, were the contributors to, to that performance and um, held us in good, good stead for the weekend. Yeah, really. absolutely. So on Wednesday 3rd of Feb, Kevin Nolan, speaker George <coughs> Session, said... Keeping clean sheets is a main priority, of course. But listen, I don't want my players going out and thinking, if I make a mistake, I'm going to be dropped, because that is not the effect. So for me, that was a kind of decent quote, you know, backing backing his players, yeah. backing the boys, and a completely different uh, character and expectation to what Ian Hendon had, who was yeah. completely other way. Yeah. He also wanted to say, you had your critics, but these boys have given me everything over the last three games, and maybe Saturday was a step too far. I don't know. So again, very nice clever start. instilling confidence and showing the players that he'll always back them, and you know that's what some players need. So Mourinho was very good at doing that and kind of taking all the pressure away off his off, players onto him and onto him. And I think Nolan's done something very similar there. So well done, very clever. well done, Nolan. Yeah, absolutely. So then on Thursday, another slightly unusual um, event. Um, a, a company that provides uh, Leighton Orient with match day staff um, basically said. Uh, poor show that we've had to take Leighton Orient to court to get paid for the staff we supplied in December. Hashtag pay your bills. Um, obviously, it's poor from the club's reputation uh, to not be paying bills. It's not probably not out of malicious or you know in, yeah. intent intentional behaviour. It's probably more out of it's probably got lost somewhere in the system. But also, I think it's poor from this company to go public before court. I know what they're trying to do is trying to get the bill paid before it goes to court, yeah. but. Airing your dirty linen in public as a company to another company. Does it happen that often? I was hoping that 
you know, after last year's fiasco with the pays not getting paid on time, there are all these kind of little payment issues and just club run, general running the club issues would go. And to it's be fair, off though, isn't it? it seems a lot. Well, we hope so. But you know, for me, I've got no problems with a company. If we haven't paid a company who we owe money to, then fair enough. Let them let them go on Twitter and, and take it out. You know, we should be paying. Yeah, we're a professional football club. You know, we employ people to do that. I would say. <coughs> And like that cool. company said, they they, have, they deal with other football clubs and they've had no previous issues with any other football club. So it just makes us look bad. Cool. Okay. Move, moving on, not looking to dwell on that for too long. Yep. This was yesterday, Saturday the 6th of February. We had um, Portsmouth away. Friday 5th. Oh, beg your pardon. Sorry, completely <laughs> skipping the day. Uh, hashtag CJM wins the club January goal of the month for his strike against Wickham. He also gets the club player of the month for January. So well, yeah, well fantastic, done. Yeah, fantastic good. stuff for Callum there. Well done, pal. He's done very well. You know, very well. Likes running at defenders. It's what we needed. A more direct ball carrying player. Yeah, and brilliant. He can finish as well. Got a yeah, good shot sorry, very Callum happy. didn't want to uh, miss you out there, pal. I'm just getting a bit excited for yesterday. That was all. Yeah, and who can blame you, Mister Levy? Who can blame you? So Saturday, six of Feb. As Paul said, Portsmouth away. So it was always going to be an interesting team. I thought it was always going to be. A, a, an interesting one to see what Wayne Nolan was going to take his team so yeah. he announced the team uh, in Gulch's acts no surprises there back four of Hunt Baudry Brisley and Shaw midfield of Gerardo Martin <coughs> Payne Moore McEnough and Nolan with Simpson up top so subs Sam Sargent Essen Ben and Williams Clahessi Pritchard Palmer and Andale you thought that it would be 4-5-1 which obviously there's five yeah. midfielders and I said to you I think I texted you saying I think it would be 4-4-1-1 yeah with Nolan playing just behind. So three changes from last weekend. Nicky Hunt came in for Connor, uh, for uh, Sean Clahessy. Sean Brizzy came in for Connor Essen. Yep. They made their debuts. And Sammy Moore made a welcome return to the side, which was great. Absolutely, really good to see yep. him. Uh, I think he was replacing Pritch. No, uh, he replaced uh, Palmer. Because you took one out of there. I thought Nolan replaced Palmer. Oh, you might be right, yep. Um, anyway, Sam Sargent made it onto the bench because you spotted this. I, I missed this. Charlie Granger picked up yeah, a wrist did. injury in training. Yeah. Wow, okay. Wish you well, Charlie. Hope you get well soon. Strongest team I think I've seen on paper for quite a while, yeah. to be honest. And having travelled all the way down to see this uh, live, you know, it made me feel much more confident yeah. that we'd actually, you know, we wouldn't get turned over yeah. and we, we'd play well and get a result. Uh, regarding Atangana not being able to play, according to Nolan, he said that Ian had made a gentleman's agreement with their manager, Paul Cook, that he wouldn't play, and Kevin kept to it. Kevin knows Paul Cook yep. from old, so, you know, respect there. Yeah. Fine, okay. Uh, I thought it was a bit strange that we'd paid a fee for a player. And before that came out, I thought, how odd that we're paying a fee for a player and then not, like, to keep yeah. him and then not playing him against that team. I was like, it's got to go one way or the other. You I can't that, have a fee and a clause. I think that happens in football. <coughs> I think it happens. Probably. Just not at this level, though, usually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway. For what me, do you yeah, think? great team. Uh, really happy with that. I do like the four five one. This is a bit different, and I haven't seen a four five one or four four one one at Orient in a in a long time. So the only thing with that is Simpson isn't really a lone striker, so it may come. He may find the goals harder to come by because normally you've got a big physical striker who plays in that lone striker role. So that means you've got to play it more on the ground. Yeah. Rather than having it means, lumped up it would to means him. you get it to the forward. So someone like Palmer or Nandale, so bigger forwards who hold the ball up while the midfield all bomb forward. But this time it's got to go well. out wide because what we started to do was we, we Chisak was kicking out to Joby McEnough on yeah. the wing. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, if there's a, one striker we're going to play, it's going to be Simpson. So 
you know, he might not just be his preferred role, mm. but really good. And looking at that bench, you go, that's a really good bench, and there's some game changes on that bench in terms of now and delay. You can you've got the Hesse, oh, who's quite flexible. So very happy with that. Mm. So a few tweets we had uh, from at Paul Staines 86. <coughs> so it looks like a strong starting lineup. Nolan has seen the problems and hoping to rectify. At Football CJW, nice to see more back. Nolan seems confident he's fit enough and glad Essam has been dropped. Hopefully Brisley does well. Yeah, and at Lee Gibbs 1, said happy with that. Nolan just behind Simpson, changed the defence and packed the midfield. Surprised about Clahesse though. Great comment. Yeah, great comment there. Um, so... Down to, to business, the match kicked off, um, CJM uh, was on the left, McEnough was yep. on the right, uh, and Nolan playing just behind Simpson. Yeah, um, that's a good, that's like a good that. team, isn't it? Attacking wingers, decent up front, really, really good. So first 10 minutes went past, it was fairly even actually in terms yep. of possession, in terms of chance creation, uh, really, really solid from both sides actually. Yep, 19th minute, great ball in from Hunt. Just a bit too far for Nolan as they went to their keeper, but I thought that was a lovely ball. That's like FIFA when you press the triangle button and a beautiful little through ball straight <laughs> onto them running on forward. But yeah, I thought it was a bit of a fortunate pass. I think it went further than Hunt actually intended. Um, I think it was meant to get to someone else before, but it didn't, and I, it just happened that the, the, the Portsmouth defence I thought anticipated that someone would get it, and it and it didn't, and it just rolled through to to Nolan. But I, either way, it was if, it was a really good ball. If that was any other player playing that ball into Nolan, I would say that was a fluke. But because Hunt knows Nolan's game so well, okay. I think he knows kind of what, what runs he's going to make, and that that could be a really exciting partnership. Yeah. Then on the thirtieth minute, a minute of confusion at uh, confusion yep. actually. Uh, the ball goes out to the to the uh, to the wing. I think it was Smith on on that wing, and he just kept it, kept that ball in play. But Hunt um, stopped, as did a couple of others. The ref didn't blow, and and you know the Portsmouth players are much more alert. Um, he feeds McNulty one on one with Chisak, and Chisak did very very well. He got out very quickly. Very, he got very down well. very quickly. But from where you were, so you were at the game yesterday. Yeah, it, you could tell that ball wasn't out. Clearly. That ball was no. The ball was on the line, but the. The in-play side of the line. Yeah. You, you know, it, it was very, very close and very tight. I yeah. see why he stopped. you might want to stop, but you can't. you just got to keep yeah. going until the referee blows his whistle and says, actually, you're not. The referee last week against Cambridge and this week against Portsmouth was very, very poor. Okay, again, very poor with decisions, very poor with um, getting control of the game, let loads of things go. And you could see that they were holding us back or, or, or committing offences that other referees would give. give yeah, yeah. Yet you could see that when we did something, David. that he would give it. Right, and, right. and that did happen once or twice. But anyway. Yep. So 35th minute, McEnough, uh, free kick uh, on the right. Finds Baldry at the back post, but his header just sits side net. And then on the two minutes into... Uh, or roughly two minutes into stoppage time at the end of the first half Sammy Moore went very very close with a header yeah. very close he was very unlucky decent build up play McEnough crossed it into the near post and yeah Sammy Moore got a good head on it and it just went into the side netting cool yep so half time was 0-0 nil, nil. Um, attendance was announced 15,643 I mean for a league two that's ridiculous that's, that's amazing their, that's their rough I average know. it's outstanding that they get that many um, I was talking Unreal. I went with the Orient Outlet podcast show for, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we had one more join us this week and that's Barry who sits near us as well and uh, we, we were saying you know the, 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 the what do you call it the, the support that they get even we were looking at the away fans and, and just you know there's only one or two that have bought as much or more than us yeah, yeah. in our league so again great support from the Orient fans yep. as well so we bought just over a thousand so one thousand and thirty one so well done to each and every one of you you know 100%. big journey to make 
amazing. Yeah, it's only a couple of hours though from like Redbridge where we went from. Um, so first half summary, even first half really, Portsmouth I noticed kept the ball really, really well. Yeah. They've got players who are very comfortable on the ball, bringing the ball forward. We backed off, we gave them far too much time and space. Um, they're good in the middle third. They didn't really have too much to do defensively. Um, but they don't have that final third. They rely on one guy. That's surprising, that is. Too much. You know, with the amount of goals they've scored, but like you said before, we, we started yeah, broadcasting. They've absolutely they've tonked teams. They've tonked. Yeah. I think they tonked York 6 0, and they've tonked, they've tonked quite a few three or four. Again. So, uh, a tweet that we thought was really good actually came into us at half time from at Stiggy64, who said, It's hard to believe it's the same club versus last week. Organised, solid, and ball on the floor. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So second half kicked off, no changes for, for either side. Uh, then four minutes into the second half was a great chance. Payne's shot was blocked. The ball fell to Nolan and he side-footed it, but it just sort of hit the bar from, from about six yards out. You'd it, like to think that he would have put that away, actually. I thought he was unlucky there. But he was, was unlucky. I thought he was under pressure. He was slightly off balance. The ball came to him and he had about two defenders just on him straight away. Unlucky to hit the ball. I know what you're saying. You know, maybe a hundred percent match sharp. No one would score that. It's um, just that much. It's like two that, inches oh, lower, and that, that's a goal. That's his hundredth league goal. Make fine margins, and you, and you yes. made a note that you said that Orient started much better in the second half. Yeah, we yeah. we both both sides started quite well in the first half, but yeah. we came out and there was a sense of a lot more strength. We were a lot more solid. We seemed a lot more sharper and more on them on them more. Is that down to Mr. Nolan's halftime team talks? Because Exactly the same happened at the Wickham game where we got it 0-0 and in the second half we came out absolutely. Like, like absolutely on fire and took Wickham by surprise. Yeah. And we've done uh, it again. Yeah, 100%. So, His team talks at half-time changed games. Great. Changed performances, really. Um, yeah. And in 53rd <coughs> minute, the moment that changes the game, speaking oh. of the game-changing moment, so we take the lead through Joby McEnough with an absolute belter of a goal. Top corner uh, from 25 yards out. So Simpson's running with the ball on the right. He kind of, one of the players Cut, comes to cuts him, in. ball comes loose. I think he tries to nutmeg the player. Hits his leg and it comes loose. Leg, yeah. rolling, it runs into the path of Joby McEnough. And to be fair, it sits up perfectly. And McEnough, who hasn't scored tappings this season, likes the odd occasional absolute belt <laughs> picture of a goal. Looks up. And as you're sitting there, behind, because they scored it behind our goal. Yes, yeah. Oh, sorry, behind the goal, uh, Where in you the goal were. that we were sat yeah. behind, sorry. Um, and you could just see it, and I'm sitting there watching it. You see him strike it. And you see the ball. I thought it was a cross, a curved yeah, cross yeah. coming in. And I was like, hold on a minute. And I grabbed sort of Barry's arm and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm just getting my phone out as well to, to, <laughs> to film it because I'm too late to, to yeah, film yeah. the actual goal. Yeah. But I knew I'd get the celebration, which is on our Orient oh, Outlet podcast nice Facebook done. page. Nicely plugged. So he hits it and it just flies to the back of the net. Their keeper, no Beautiful chance. Beautiful goal. The keeper's arm goes, hand goes up and you could just see it. I was like, it, it's Brilliant gone in. Goal. Brilliant goal, and we've had. I think we, someone mentioned it in a later tweet. Some absolutely amazing goals from Orient this season. I mean, McEnough has scored two absolute worldies. We are not short of goals. Oh. Goal of the goal of the season contenders. Fantastic. So obviously, the crowd went absolutely mental. Mental, and absolutely some great emotion brilliant. shown from Joby. Goes and jumps, and fair play to Simon Connor. Simon O'Connor has got like you, you could see I watched the highlights back this yeah, morning he's, straight there. he's just behind the, yeah. the advertising hall and you can just see him with his little with, with, with his camera he's just snap 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 snap. he's great getting great shot. photos great he's got that one of Simpson doing his little eye thingy really good yeah. the Harado Martin photo um, some great photos I know so what we've done is doing an absolutely fantastic job and we take the lead 1-0 
Any photos that we do use are courtesy of Simon O'Connor. I don't know quite know how to get a copyright of his in our pictures, but for the record, yeah, fantastic. The Orient, Leighton Orient FC, we do know that they're his, but we just can't work out how to get in a discreet credit to him. So, yep, nice just putting done. that in there now. So we take lead one nil, fifty fifth minute, balls your head wide from the corner. Yeah, and then in the 67th minute, we had sort of three good efforts in one yeah. in one sort of minute, really. Nolan heading towards the goal. The ball sort of came across to Nolan. He headed it towards the goal, but it came back out to, to Jay Simpson and, and sort of he was, he'd sort of lost his balance and sort of fired over from about six yard. It was really game over if he'd have scored that and also it would have been another opportunity for Nolan to yes. to add to his tally. It would have been his 100th again, but you know, hopefully that will come next week from Nolan. But, you know, Jay Simpson, Kevin Nolan, Nolan, you know they're there. We've got that that I mean, if, opportunity. If, if Kevin Nolan doesn't get you, then Simpson will. And if Simpson doesn't, then make enough might. So fantastic! I thought it's Simpson amazing. was quite unlucky there. Although it, it was quite a decent chance. Again, he was off balance, and their defenders were all over him. So same 70th minute, following on from that, Simpson head straight at the keeper. Uh, again, from another good counter attack. So Nolan's got us playing very, very well on the counter attack, and we've noticed it a couple, for the last couple of weeks. Um, and a great cross for that from McEnough. So. 70th minute, Nolan took himself off. No big surprise there. You know, he's not started a game in absolute yonks and came off for Bradley Pritchard, which was good to see. And the subs didn't stop there with the 73rd minute as Sean Clahessey comes on for Sammy Moore. So again, Sammy Moore making his return to the first team. Uh, gave 73 minutes. So Clahessey then went on to the right flank. McEnough moved into the middle uh, alongside Pritchard. So it's good to see Klesi being used for flexibility and like we said people mentioned that before getting Klesi midfield because he's got a hell of a cross on him I think we actually went 5-4-1 right with Klesi licensed to roam forwards knowing that Hunt would cover that right back so and that and that sort of that sort of came into play quite late on because Klesi was getting forward quite well and putting in some decent crosses yep Cool. Seventy ninth minute, Chizak gets booked for time wasting. So that's twice. I think in the last three games he's been booked. He got booked. I think last week, didn't it? Uh, no, two weeks Newport, ago. Yeah. Newport. So it's, it's a shame. Yeah. So it doesn't look good. No, absolutely. And then eightieth minute, Simpson came off for Nandale. So for me, Nandale could be very useful as that lone striker towards the end of the game where Simpson tires. Big, stocky, makes good runs. Yeah, absolutely. Eighty um, fifth minute, great corner from Roberts, but even better defending from Shaw. Uh, second one comes in and Nandale heads away before Orient can clear. So some good solid defending, weren't too panicked. Yeah, and then again another great counter-attack, 87th minute. It's Klehesi, uh got forward, puts in a superb cross. So again, you know, now he's got more license to get forward. Can really see those crosses starting to deliver. Winston Nandale, whose volley was saved by the keeper. Good save there. And a few people thought it hit the post, but it's one of the other. It looks like he saved it. Yeah, yeah but he I'd, might hit the post. I'd say, it, I mean, it sounded like he hit the post, but then actually you saw that the re- the keeper's foot was there. So yeah. either way. So your views te- on, on that? Yeah. yeah, great great technique from our man. Really, really good. He'd watched the ball come over. He'd adjusted his body shape so that he could he could put his foot through it, really. And and it was it was just unlucky not to score. That would have been great at the death to have got that. Icing on the cake, that would have been. Really would have been. Really Icing would have been. on the decent, cake. Decent performance, you know, rounded off by two goals again. Yeah, 90th minute. Uh, decent chance for Portsmouth. Ball came in to Chaplin, but he headed over. So that just left the ball to go up. And there's five minutes of stoppage minutes. time. Yeah, I thought that was quite excessive. Yeah. Actually, I know okay. we'd had sort of four substitutions and whatnot, but um, that should have only been two or three minutes. But yeah, um, so... 
Uh, Nicky Hunt made two outstanding blocks for Orin um, as we held out for a 1-0 victory. Yeah, uh, superb. That was all going on at the other end, but yeah, we could see it was getting a bit frantic down there and, and thankfully, you know, we held out for the win. So, post-match, um, we've nicked a bit from at Guardian Orin yep. and um, at the East London Advertiser, so thanks to George and Simon for, for these. Um, Nolan said, this was a massive win for us today, especially after last week. I was going to use the expression, bounce-back ability but the actual reaction from last Saturday was most pleasing for me. Yep, he said the winner was sheer quality and Joby has got that in abundance. I've known him for a long time and he's a great lad and a professional on and off the field. It was tough leaving some of the boys out today and I said in the changing room after, the camaraderie and everything they have shown to me since they were left out, like how they were with the boys, was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and he goes on to finish it by saying, if we're going to try and push into these playoff positions and try and get up there, then we need a mentality where we are all in it together. I'm going to need this squad throughout the season and in the next 16 games. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, he finishes by saying, I'm, I'm under no illusions. They will need to, they will, they, they will all be needed and play a big part, hopefully, in getting this club up. It's a fantastic win, but it's only three points. I like that. So not getting keep carried him, away. Yeah, exactly. Not getting in the sense of reality. Feet on the ground. So the league table <coughs> looks much better uh, this Sunday than what it did last Sunday. Yeah. So we are now um, six in the league. So we played 30. Won 12, drawn 10, lost 8, goal limits of 5 and 46 points. So <clears throat> almost two-thirds of the way through the season. Looking good. We'll say, though, we can't get carried away like Nolan said. Teams below us have played a lot less games, but we're happy with that for the time being. Uh, and we're currently only five points away from an automatic promotion place. Yeah, Which seems are. mad. So Oxford are in third, but Oxford... They've played three more than us, Oxford. Three less. Sorry, three less than us. Likewise, Accrington have played four less and Portsmouth have played two less than us. Yeah, so there's a lot Oxford of have got a massive distraction coming up. They've got a Wembley trip, so they'll have their minds firmly focused on yeah. that. And they've got uh, Mansfield Tuesday night, who are also vying for... Absolutely, so a lot of the teams so, who've played a lot less games have got to play each other. So it'll be interesting to see the way that pans out. Draws would be good. Yep. So my views from the from the game yesterday, yep. great win for us, especially as we move back into the playoffs. Superb team he'd selected. Strong and experienced in all areas. Much more solid, in my opinion. Hunt and Brisley look very comfortable. Um, when the game kicked off, it looked fairly even, really. Beautiful goal separated yep. two, two really, really good footballing teams, actually. Need to stop hoofing the ball out of defence, though. When we get it, we seem to just sort of panic clear it. Yep. Uh, and we need to stop defending so deeply. I think we hoof it out just because there's, you know, all the players are around them, so we don't want to really be passing it to someone and then them lose it so deep in our own half. But, you know, both teams much more solid in the second half, look sharper, up the intensity of the game. And you know Nolan's team talk seemed to really impact yeah. and change, change the, uh, the, the the course of the game. Really, I think Portsmouth had much more possession. The BBC website said we did, but I'm going to disagree with that. <laughs> I think that they did, but they didn't create much with it. They got people that are very comfortable on the on the board in the middle of the park, but they they just lack in the final yeah. third. Um, so. Solid performances across the pitch. Shaw and McEnough and Payne stood out for me. Um, to be honest, Payne was breaking up play, yeah. getting his tackles in. Really, really good there. And McEnough, you know, and and CJM looking attacking down their wings. When we come on to the tweets, we got a, a <coughs> lot of plaudits for Payne. A lot of plaudits for Payne. Yes, very much so. His best game for me so far, I oh, think wow. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, because I, I'm a little bit jury's out for me on Payne. I've not thought he'd done that much in the games where everyone's. Lauding him, I'm like, really? I think Matt Bristow makes a point 
in his tweet later saying he work, will work best in a three man central midfield because of the way he plays which is a very good point I yeah. should come on to that in a bit absolutely so three points clean sheet um, really really uh, pleased with that obviously an outstanding away support we have not let yes, them down very good not let them down you know Wickham away as well we, yeah. we've taken we've taken good support everywhere and the more games you win the more fans you'll get at away games so it kind of works both ways isn't it the fans yeah get on the players the players then perform for the fans and get more fans and so it goes around it's the it's circle, a, yeah. Yeah, cycle yeah. so for me great win proves we can go and play and match the best teams in this division you know Pompey are one of the strongest teams and we went there we didn't fear them and got the result I do like 4-5-1 uh, and that central midfield is really strong when you look at it and also the fact we're missing Atangama who's probably been our standout player from the last three or four games before the Portsmouth match so really good yeah. another clean sheet solid defensive performance and Brisley and Hunt seemed like they'd done really well. So really good to see. And what can you say about Joby? Fantastic hit. His best game, I think, so far. Since Complete his come, performance. Since he's come back, he's been fantastic. You know, he could have come back in, you know, bad bad attitude, but it's been fine. Don't forget, you know, we sent him home from the team photo. He wasn't on there. At that point, he could have, you know, thrown, thrown his toys out, the pan, out, the, out of his pram and left the club. He didn't, he stayed. Point, yeah. And now he's back and he's scoring fantastic goals. But... We have to follow this win up with a win next Saturday. So we've sat here consistently this season after a great performance saying, oh, we're really excited and really positive. Then a week after, we're going to put in a despicable display against someone who we should turn over. So it's all good and well winning games, but we need to get on a run now and yeah. see if we can push on and push up. But for me, Nolan has done very well so far. Three wins out of four, 75% win ratio. Fingers crossed it continues. And like you've said, another fantastic team talk and these teams come out the second half pumped up and take the initiative in the match and take take the lead so I, I think they feel more reassured by him yes in their team talks he's saying look calm down don't panic don't rush play yeah. your football you're good enough to do it just focus on what you're doing he's obviously a calming influence where Ian may have not been so calm it looks like no, no maybe no as a player has got more kind of an idea of what's going on on the pitch than what and Ian well bear in mind that Ian can uh, Kevin can go on the pitch and affect play whereas Ian couldn't yeah, absolutely so he can actually guide while he's out there so those are our views your views uh, came in in abundance so uh, we've got a few here that we're going to read out now your views were at Ben LOFC said what an absolutely exceptional and exceptional was in capital letters <laughs> defensive display immense from Orient yeah, at Richie J. Bourne. So quality <coughs> signings help with a quality result. Good defending Neos. At CM Oriental said, what a great result that is for Orient. We'll send a message to the rest of the league. Happy O's fans everywhere. Yeah, at Leighton Stoney said, three great things about today. One, the fans. A thousand away fans is superb. Two, the third clean sheet. And, four, and thirdly, nine points from 12. Yeah, all good points. Yeah, at John Macker, 1977. Fantastic result and great performance. Defence, solid, and we look very dangerous going forward. Massive game next week. Yeah. The momentum is definitely building for us, and as fans, we need to do our bit to keep it going. Fantastic support today. Yeah, at Emo Havering. So it looks like amazing support. Three wins from four now, and all the wins have been clean sheets. At Chris underscore Holmes 24, top performance from the lads. A great transfer window, followed up by three points at Portsmouth on their own turf. That's yeah. a double. Over double, double, double. At Robert Lock 14, said, when you have someone at the helm who has the experience like Kevin Nolan then you know you have chances to achieve things. At best, snooker JP, what a great win. Did mention to back the boys, and we did. Let's do it again versus the tough Northampton next week. Come on, you yeah, O's. Absolutely. At Massey LOFC Evans, said Nolan will take us up. Enough said. Ian who? Hashtag Nolan's Red and White Army. At Orient Fan TV, what a difference Nolan's made since he's come in as player manager. Defence seems to have been sorted out. 
let's keep going. Yeah, at Paul R. Gregory said, what a difference a week makes. Onwards and upwards, please. At Len M4, defence was like a brick wall and the midfield controlled the game. A very happy O's fan tonight. Hashtag undercover O's fan. That's a really good point. What, that he was an undercover O's fan? Yeah, and also the <laughs> fact that uh, the midfield did help control the game, which Absolutely. takes the pressure off the defence. Well, that's, I guess if you're going to play five in the middle, that's what it help, helps yeah. you do. And like you said, Payne played really well and the others did as well. So at Reese and underscore 94, said all I could think all day was close him down. A good second half all round. Nolan missing that sitter though, smiley emoticon. That's really spot on. Yeah. I was thinking we need to push out, we're right. all shouting, push out, closing down, don't let him pass. Um, but yeah, at LOSC 1978, great result, highlights the need for changes in defence, which Nolan has addressed. Nice to see a new formation as well. Yeah, shows flexibility, doesn't it? You know? yeah. At Big John Hayes, said Jack Payne bossed it, tackle after tackle. Bang on. At Jamie Buck 98, big win, why can't we play like this at home? Could have been 3-0. Sick fans today. Yep, absolutely. Street talk. Kids, that's how the kids talk now, isn't it? Great point, actually. Our, our, our waveform seems to be much better than our home form at the moment. You As know? it is with many teams. Yeah, at Lee Holland, 57 underscore, said, defence was solid, should have finished some more chances, but overall, good performance. Yep, at Kai Showing said, too soon to say for sure, but it looks like we may have a competent defence now. <laughs> now we can concentrate on forward service. Yeah, at Amex Quicks, said, Hendon managed four clean sheets in 26 league games. Nolan has achieved three in four games. Hashtag says it all. Good point there. Very good point. At Marquio's 11.06, seriously impressed with Nolan. Seems to have transformed the squad mentality from a very nervous group to one full of confidence. Yeah, and that's what managers got to do, point. hasn't it? Yeah. Amazing point. At yeah. Hope Boy 291, it's a great result. People worry about West Ham and the Olympic Stadium, but we had 1,000 O supporters today. Hashtag no worry. It's a good point. Yeah, at Tommy Man 2, listen to O's player at 4am. Team played really well as a unit. Hunt and Brisley were solid in defence. What a result. And I'm assuming that's because he lives in a foreign country. New Zealand. Ah, right. Okay. Mate, well played for Santa 4am. Yeah. Incredible Foot work. For Leighton Orient as well. Incredible work. And the <laughs> underscore PO16 said, what a difference between tactics of Nolan and Hendon. Ball played on the deck as opposed to Hoover <coughs> and kept possession. Best game yet, in my opinion, from pain. Hearts in mouths in the last 10, but then we're away and playing on the counter-attack. Very pleased. At Matt Bristow said, amazing what three in central midfield does. Been saying Payne can only play in a three. Everyone who was there today saw that. Yeah, interesting. It'd be very interesting point. to see how we line up next week. We're obviously Atangana back. Um, and will he go 4 4 2? Is the more home team more attacking? Or will he go 4 5 1 again? Like, you know, 4 5 1 can work. Great options. Yeah. Great options to have. Going to disappoint someone, though. He's going to have a tough job on Friday picking that team. Absolutely. Isn't that's, he? that's what Does you want. Atangana sit out? Because Absolutely. it worked so well. Well, they played so well. When it looked like there was a good balance yesterday. Do you yeah. go with the same three or do you bring Athangana back? And if you do bring Athangana <coughs> back, then who makes weight? <coughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. But look look at us now arguing. Well, not arguing, but debating. Debating over what, what the, the, depth, the depth of the squad as opposed to how fit the squad is. Uh, at Rob Kelly 18, it's a good team performance. But for me, Brisley looks solid and Payne was man in a match. Broke up play really well. Fans immense. Maybe a good point just to come back. Baldry needs to have someone next to him who's assured. I think when Baldry has a solid central partner, he looks a lot better. Well, maybe he, he yeah, and maybe he didn't feel the confidence within Hassan. But now maybe he's got Brisley next to him. Maybe he's more assured and is more more confident. Breeds him with confidence. Yeah. yeah. At Timmy Patton, this has to be the best season in memory for Worldies. Jobis too, Blairs, Dinos, Jays, all great hits, and obviously Sammy Moore yeah, as well. Yeah, that's so Sam. That's kind of again, man. Great. Yep. Yeah. And to finish on your tweets for this week, and a beautiful tweet from a beautiful man, Shmish <laughs> Marshon said four five one away from home. Never thought I'd see that. New defence aside, that shows Nolan really backs up what he says. 
Good point. So thank you for well, all your tweets. We couldn't mention all of them. That was just a selection. They keep them coming. It's, it's amazing the amount of engagement we get. Yeah, uh, and the prediction league, uh, which we run, we tweet before a match at about quarter to 12 yep. um, for your score prediction. So congrats to at David underscore Mattock, at Tim Roberts 28, at Lem M4, and at Rilo Aiden, who correctly predicted 1 0 to the O's. Nobody wins the bonus points this week because no one thought that JB McEnough would score. Yeah. So um, at Strop underscore O at G4 Shiv at JN Crane uh, top uh, of that league with 11 points Matt Bristow uh, O's fan basing Pillow Rental uh, are both on uh, are all on 10 points uh, with many others close behind it's very, so it's very tight. very tight at the top there so well, we'll, we'll, we'll publish it one day just get around to doing it I'm <laughs> trying to do it this week but it's very tight literally one result could change the entire complexity of that, that there you table go. so positives and negatives yep should I do positives? Go for it. Yep, so positives. I've uh, got four this week, so we're going to go four and four. So first one, superb win away to fellow promotion contenders. Secondly, another clean sheet, so three out of four for nine, which is superb. Um, thirdly, I think we both agree on this, the strongest first 11 we have seen this season on paper and in reality because we went to Portsmouth and beat them 1-0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and lastly, superb away support. You know, the support is definitely there for now. <laughs> Everyone seems reinvigorated, re-energised, Confident. So positive, yeah. You know, so great to see. Sadly, a few negatives. Um, Chisat book for time wasting again. Yep. Long ball clearances out of defence, giving possession back to the opposition immediately. I think we need to cut that out of our game. It was a less though. It was a less yesterday than what it was at because yes. at Cambridge everything was long ball. Yeah. So there seemed to be less, less right? but that's still less, but still, still too much. Yep. Um, Mister missed some great goal scoring opportunities to wrap up uh, wrap up the game and really sort of put it beyond Portsmouth. Yeah. Uh, and defending too deeply. Uh, really um, so moving on now hero of the week I think there's uh, only going to be one this week surely right you know if you haven't got to have a crystal ball or a degree in anything to work it out it's going to be JB McEnough well done JB Super Super Joel McEnough to give him his real name is it really don't know that yeah Joel McEnough JB uh, to his mates and us well, was that? On the Run Outlook podcast. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Next week's fixtures. We've just got the one, thankfully. Uh, Northampton uh, come to us at the Matchroom Stadium. Uh, Northampton top of the league on 61 points. They're five clear yeah. of Plymouth, um, who have played one more than them. So, it'll be a very, very tough match. We've got to be the 12th man and make it count by standing, singing up for the Orient. Additionally, there was meant to be a fans forum this Thursday, the 11th of Feb, but that's now been pushed back to Thursday, the 18th, because Alessandro, the CEO, has got a football league meeting in Milton Keynes. So, yeah, yeah thanks for all your um, questions. Do keep, keep them, them coming, coming yeah. um, because we can, we've got a bit more time now. Yeah, so that's it for this week, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone, for episode 60. Another week gone to see new signings and a lot of renewed hope for the O's. Fantastic win yesterday against Portsmouth. Another clean sheet. And we are back in the playoff places and all to play for this season. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back with episode 61 on Monday, the 15th of February. A Sunday, 14th of February. It's Valentine's Day. You know, and the wives have said absolutely no podcasting. <laughs> we would be dead men uh, yeah. if we'd done that. It's not so, worth the egg. On Sunday night, take your ladies out or your men out or whatever. Have a lovely Valentine's Day and we'll be back, like we said, on the 15th. So um, episode 61 will contain all the information of you that you will ever need. And we look forward to hearing from you as always. Keep calm. Have a great week. And listen to your own podcast. Up the O's. Up the O's.